This is Brand Builders. We've been actively working in D2C land for years and are continuing to be in the trenches daily. I'm Matt Lady, one of the co-hosts. Each week, I have an episode with Tom Brown, an episode with Richie Mashiko. Sometimes we'll have one together. We are here to share our unfiltered, candid, casual perspectives, insights, lessons, experiences on building a D2C brand. We text about this stuff all the time and are super nerds about all things e-commerce. And we just want to share this with you and hope you get something from it. Enjoy the show. Alrighty, Tom and myself are back at it again. We had a week off because everyone deserves a week off every once in a while. Tom, we're, uh, we got a text from uh, a friend uh, whose name will well, it was Richie. Uh, and we're going to start. Did you know that? I'm, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. And I was like, nah, let's just, let's just get it out of the way. So, you know, you guys know if you've been listening, the other co-host I do the other episodes with, Richie, his friend and him are like, hey, we're starting a yoga mat brand. We want to get to zero to $1 million in revenue. Matt, run our ads for us. I'm like, you guys, like, you know I'm in. Like, you know I'm going to say yes. But, like, why? They're like, well, because we found this supplier, and it's good margins, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'm in, I'm in. So, Tom, we're going to help Richie and friend and me out. We're, we're starting this, <laughs> they're starting this brand, I'm running ads. Uh, so, Dude, where, where would we start? How do we start? Where, where, like, where do you want to talk about? Where do we want to begin? Well, I was going to say, this is like my favorite topic ever. I do this all the time. I just like dive into brands and I just try and work out like, what's the unit economics? Like how much are these guys making? Uh, I just try and reverse engineer like the whole damn thing. Um, so we are looking at one brand that you just sent me a link to. And I don't know, do you want to disclose it or do you want to keep it quiet? <laughs> well, we'll not, we'll not say it for right now. <laughs> uh, okay. We don't, because like, we're not going to like steal exactly what they're doing, but they said something like this. So, okay. So yeah, we're looking be... at a very particular type of yoga mat. Um, yeah. I mean, first thing I would want to do is like find competitors. So we're already looking at one. Um, we've got, I mean, I'm looking at it in pounds and I can't seem to get off the UK side back to the US one. So I'm looking at like an average order of probably like 130 pounds for yeah. a yoga mat. Yeah. That's about the same. It's about the same, like $150 yeah. thereabouts. Just about, yep. It depends on the product, but yeah. Depends on the product. Okay. I mean, first thing, like, yeah. So we've got that one competitor. I would see, like, are there maybe two or three others around the same sort of point? But, I mean, immediately before I'm even going to go any further, like, I'm just going to go straight to Alibaba and just see if I can find this thing. <laughs> like, I really just okay. want to know, like, what is it actually going to cost me? And yeah. cost me probably on, like, two senses of like both ocean freight, but also air freight to like, to kind of gauge how quickly I could turn this around. You know, if the unit, if the unit economics work well enough to air freight it, like if we're talking, maybe I'm going to sell this for 150, if I can get it like landed at $20, that might work. <laughs> that still gives me a fairly decent, healthy margin to, to go and play with. Um, which, and also means if like, if I'm going to spend maybe $10 on like air freight, each unit, I could probably then get it down to like four or five for ocean freight, typically about half. So it just depends on your, where, I mean, it, this is literally our brand. So I guess I'll just speak for, depends on what yeah. we want in terms of uh, efficiency versus speed, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, like probably just start with the ocean. It's slower, but it'll be cheaper. We yep. 
once we find maybe the right creatives or this right funnel, and then we get some progress and success, maybe we, we then go air freight to like make it go faster so that there's less turnaround. Like we don't have to wait as long in between purchase orders, right? Is that essentially the simpler ver version of what you just said? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Air freight, I can cool. go a lot faster. I can test a lot quicker. It's a little more expensive, but yeah, in terms of getting inventory in quickly, it's, it's a good way to go. Okay. And that's uh, just general di differences. Uh, is that like, two weeks versus two months or like what's the difference between air and ocean yeah so i mean if let's if we're saying we're going to source made from china we'll just take that as the example so into yeah. the uk at the moment you know if you wanted to air freight something it's probably going to take you like two or three days um us should be the same if not less to be honest one to two days um from factory to delivered it's you can get it down pretty damn quick with both dhl wow. and ups um ocean okay. freight typically from china to the uk is about six weeks to the US, I think again you're somewhere around like four to six by the time it's actually on a boat and shipped across and okay. unloaded. Wow. Okay. So if if we get something going and it's working and we're hitting our numbers, because mm -hmm. we're, we're we're gonna try to they're, they're, they really want to do this like lean, super lean, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and they're gonna like ship out the orders themselves and all this stuff. So yeah, that that's good to know. So it's like, hey, I I found something, boys. I found something. Let's scale. Like it's like hopefully a few days. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, like we need to add game. in like production leads to that sure. lead times to sure. that. Yeah, yeah. So, but again, I mean, it depends. If you know, if you're taking basically a product off the shelf and just white labeling it, that's very quick. You know, if we're literally just going to add a logo to it, that's a very very quick process for most factories to do. Yeah. If we wanted something a little more custom, a little bit more bespoke. Um, Obviously, it's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. And okay. again, I mean, I've, I'm a big fan of like kind of just getting something off the shelf, white labeling it. Like it depends, depends what I want to do. You know, if I just want to build something very quickly, I will just take something off the shelf and just test it and just stick a logo on it. If I know in the back of my mind, like, okay, I actually want to release the best possible version of this product on day one, then yes, I will take longer of it. But I'm more a fan of like taking an iterative approach of just, does this sell? Okay, next round, then I'm going to like step it up a little bit. So we'll go from like version one to version two within almost like the first month. I'll improve it. And then if you know, I would just incrementally, every time we order a new batch, just improve it. And frankly, if it gets to a point where like, you know, I'm just not happy with the manufacturer or I want something completely custom or, you know, the quality is not up to scratch, then I will go and talk to other factories and see if I can then you know, get some bulk orders going and some discounts and just a better overall product. Okay. Cool. No, that That's makes sense. Yeah. No, no, it makes sense. Like it's, um, it's just balancing. It's really depends on what you want and like what your That's goals true. for the business and brand are and, um, how you want to approach it. If you're like, I'm committing to this and I'm going to figure it out and mm -hmm. like, and you're probably not gonna, you may not want to go this way and you might want to go custom and U S based and like all this stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're just, we're trying to put, I think for them, it's just like a, let's, tr <laughs> it's half, let's just do it half. Like we want to, they want to test their skills and yep. this opportunity three. Why the fuck not? Like, so, uh, that's where we're at. So yeah. I think, I think we're in the right stage of, uh, sourcing, uh, from overseas. Um, they have a certain brand and like look in mind, uh, for the, for that, but we won't mention it yet until it's confirmed. 
mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll share all the details best we can. So okay, so we, we figure out like kind of kind of know where to get the product from. Kind of look at the competitors. I looked at the ads library for uh, redacted brand that I mentioned before that that <laughs> you're looking at, and their ads are not anything special. There's only a couple of them running uh, mm-hmm. that are active. Um, I, I I can't imagine they're printing money, but it's 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 nearly impossible to tell. What's that website called where you can like estimate traffic? Um, like web visitors. Uh, similar, similar web. Similar web. Yeah, so I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the other thing I'm looking at. So this this brand that will remain anonymous. That is a potential competitor. <laughs> That's I love this. Happens. This is so fun. This is so fun. <laughs> just right. looking at like, you know, one of their bestsellers. So they, they have a lot of different SKUs, but just even one of them has got like 300 reviews, which I mean, again, if I just kind of do the math of looking back, when did this company launch? Um, assuming maybe they get like a 5% of paid customers that actually go on to leave a review. I would say like 5% is on the high end. It's probably more like 1%. Um, again, kind of do the math and figure out like how many of these units they've sold, assuming all these reviews are genuine, which I think yeah. they probably are. Okay. Well, are you going to do public math for us, Tom, or not? I am terrible at public math, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so if we're saying like so they what... sold just 300 of that one, and yeah. they got... So that'd be 30,000 or like orders uh, at 1%, right? If we say 1%, that's 300,000 orders, right? 300 reviews. That's all right. No. We're both terrible at this. Yeah, so 300,000. Let's do like a 100 pound AOV. I mean, that no. in itself. Dude, 300,000? Tom, 300,000 yoga mats at 150 would be like a $10 million brand. I don't <laughs> think it is. <laughs> I mean, all I right, think... so let's, if, let's say it's on the uh, like five. <laughs> hang on, what are we saying? So we've got 300 reviews. We're going to yeah. edit this part out, right? Because this is humiliating right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, Silo, you're editing this now, buddy. Uh, please. I'm going to cl- I'm gonna clap and do the thing so we can, like, see the spike. And we're going to try to fix it. Okay. All right. Okay. So even so, if we so, said... Go on. Go ahead, Tom. Go, go. Okay. So 300 reviews. <laughs> if you times that by 100, that is... 30,000. Yep. So I think it's 30,000 orders, not 300,000 orders. Yeah. Sorry. And this is where I'm going wrong. Okay. So then like yeah. times it by the AOV of say a hundred pounds. Yes. Yeah. That brings us to about 3 million. And in theory, like that's just on that one skew. In theory. In okay. Okay. Let me give you the website uh, estimates. On, so this was, this was in, in uh, uh, yep, August of this year. So it's a couple months ago. The total visits was 20 grand. 20K visits. A month? Not 20, sorry, not 20 grand. Yeah, 20K visits for the month of August. So, okay. Um, so, again, if we assume, for, like, go, go on. I was going to say, like, let's uh, assume a 1% conversion rate on that, assuming that number is correct. So, which is what, yeah. two, 200 orders a month? Yep. Which would put us, a, I mean, that's that's 20 grand a month if we're saying like a 100 pound AOV or a 100 dollar yeah. AOV. Yeah, that'd be 240, 240 a year. Yep. Okay. And so say it's, say it's 2%, that'd be, you know, 40, 480K a mm-hmm. year. So 500, okay. That sounds, that sounds reasonable. The average visit duration is two minutes, 20 seconds. So, yep. 
if the people that like it and they're checking it out, they're like actually chilling on the website a little bit. Um, pages per visit, 2.4. So bounce rate's 53%. So people are like, oh, it's too much for me, too expensive. They kind of, they just bounce. <laughs> and if, but then people are like actually yoga people, they're like, oh, this is cool. Uh, let's mm-hmm. check it out. So the world, oh, I'm, nope, I'm not saying that. Nope, I caught myself. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something that would have uh, spoiled this all, but uh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> this is fun. Um, I'm, I'm having fun. Uh, they, they, their visitors have been increasing over since J- June, July to August. From 12 okay. to 16 to 19.6. So maybe they're scaling up. Uh, it is mostly US. With only 4% of their country traffic from the UK. So maybe we can just go UK a little bit. And get like... We, we can be efficient. We can get efficiency enough in the US. And then just get real efficient in the UK. Once we figure out what works. Yeah. Uh, maybe. So, age so distribution. Go ahead. The other thing I'm trying to do right now is I'm just going through like the Facebook and Instagram comments. I'm looking for someone that's complaining or is like mentioning where's my order or something like that and then referencing an order number. Um, I've, I've definitely done that in the past to like, if, if they're on Shopify, you know, and I see someone mention like I placed an order two weeks ago and it was order like 68,000. I'm like, oh, I know they've done 68,000 orders. <laughs> that's absolutely incredible. I love that. Um, okay. So I'm going to sign up for their email list. (laughs) Also a good place to start. (laughs) Does it say anywhere, like how many they've sold? Once in a lifetime deals. That's, that seems a little excessive. They do free USA shipping for 150 plus. Good to know. Hey there, just wanted to take a second and tell you about my other show, E-Commerce Uncovered. Twice a week, I have guest experts, enthusiasts, and operators on to share me something about their expertise and their knowledge about e-commerce, building a DTC brand. We've had episodes on with financial experts, operations, marketing, acquisition, retention, customer experience, all variety wide variety of things that's twice a week i'm the host i ask them questions they share awesome answers and insights and lessons and stories that's e-commerce uncovered wherever you find your podcasts and it's on the high key geek youtube that's e-commerce uncovered go ahead and check it out again okay so for the entire site we've got almost four thousand reviews across hmm. all SKUs. it's pretty good it is Huh, maybe they're they're printing more than we realize. Or than I realized. Uh they do have a wholesale tab. So and they're on <laughs> they're unfair. <laughs> so maybe there's some uh, B2B action going on too. Let's do a little give back, okay. That's cool, good community stuff. Yeah, I think that I think they have a few different skews. Uh, we're just gonna start with the mat versus they got some other, you know, additional stuff going on. Um, mm. I'm, I'm being incredibly vague right now on purpose until 
we get our our thing situated. Uh, oh man, you just okay. Wow, good for them. They got a lot going on. Um, you seem to. Okay, so okay, so how do we? How do we? What's next? Like, do we do we think about getting content and creative? Do we like find someone to become the face of the brand? Do we just try to seed, like, find ten UGC people on Twitter? And be like, hey. Like brand new brand, we're helping launch like free gift with like get a free yoga mat, do some content for us, like gifted collab yeah. or whatever. Like how do we how do we how do we go about starting this? I mean, for me, like I want to figure out like who is this actually who are we gonna target? Who is this brand for? And I mean, particularly like if we're talking about yoga mats, I, I think they've been done a lot, you know. But what I, I don't think has been done well, I, I think the entire market, and I don't know if this is the way that Richie wants to go. The entire market thus far has been very much targeted at young women. So I would say like there's two audiences that kind of stand out at me. One is for for blokes. Like I've never seen a yoga brand for dudes. Um, and equally, I've never seen a yoga brand for women over 50 or just people over 50 that have got like sore yeah. knees, sore hips, sore legs, sore back, like are just suffering with joint pain and maybe want a yoga mat that's a little bit thicker and actually caters to their needs a little bit more. Like they've got pain. Yeah. They're looking for a solution. That's interesting. Okay. No, those are two good ones right away. Um, you were, you were mentioning... Go on. No, no. Uh, I was mentioning... You were mentioning the guys. Um, well, sorry. Blokes. Uh, <laughs> you guys call it. <laughs> There's another brand that uh, Redacted will not say, but is... Uh, um, seems like... Maybe it's just for girls, actually. Oh, well, maybe that's maybe so. Maybe there's a guy ankled still, but I know they're this one. I know this one's a little smaller than that first sprint we're talking about, mm -hmm. but okay. So, like, you're you're like, all right, before we get to the creative, before we like talk to who we should seed the, this product to, we need to know who we're gonna try to sell it to. Yeah. So, because then that will like the demographics of the creator or the content people will kind of want to try to match up. Absolutely. And equally, I mean, there's, okay. there's nothing to stop us testing like different creatives. So, you know, maybe take like three different audiences and three different angles and test all of those with the same product and really like see which of those actually gets us the result that we're looking for. Okay. Okay. Yep. I like that. Okay. So then, okay. We're, we're starting. We're just brand new. We're, we're just like, we're cowboying it right now. We're just kind of wild, wild west as we go. We're just brainstorming. We did not plan this out, folks. Anyone who's <laughs> listening, this was uh, a fun topic that just kind of just happened. Um, so, what else? What are we thinking about? Like, what do we? How do we go about thinking about Shopify? Because we're not going to use any other platform because we're not dumb. Like, how do we? How do we? How do we think about that? Like, what apps are you thinking, or what? What's your process for setting up a new store? Really, I mean, a theme, again, depends on the demo, but I would say like really any theme that has to be sort of mobile first. Um, so I'm thinking like a theme like Streamline from Archetypes, something very much just built for mobile. Um, in terms of apps, I would almost be tempted to go SMS first rather than email for this. 
So I would use either something like Cartloop or a live recover, something that's got sort of conversational SMS built into it and has kind of a team behind it, you know, agents behind it that handle it for you. Wow. Um, yeah. Get those two up and running. Obviously, obviously, obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously throw Clavio in there. We we're going to do some email. Um, something to capture reviews immediately. You know, even if it's something that's a hidden widget to begin with, like I would want something on the back end to just grab people from day one. Or, or at least like, or the gifted collabs or like people we seed product to, like or yeah. friends and family. Like just get five or ten. Like just get something up there so it's not just zero and exactly start paid ads. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Honestly, I wouldn't actually complicate it too much more than that. Okay. You're a much, much better man than I. Uh, I'm the master of overcomplicating everything across <laughs> my entire life. Um, All right, what, what so, would you throw at it? No, I mean, I'm glad that uh, reviews. Dude, we don't even, yeah. So I think, uh, I don't know if we need it right away at the start, but. I'm just thinking of just trying to get the goal is to just see if we can get this start from nothing, have no real founder story, no like big angle, no, like we think like they, they, we, us, whatever, we're betting on the fact that we can just out operate like <laughs> the other people and mm -hmm. out do like figure out mark, like figure out the finances, figure out the marketing, figure out the ops to get the, like, efficient cheapest shipping but like all this stuff right so all that being said i think having like a social snowball or some affiliate thing yeah. um, where it's just like free like extra customers uh yeah because with the margins that we're aiming for of like 70 to 80 points like uh and we're gonna be dumping 40 to 50 percent gross mark like of that on paid ads like if we could actually get it profitable uh which it'll take probably a minute to do so uh to test and learn and figure it out and um affiliate like give 10 percent, get 10 percent. like that's 20 percent, and they're doing it for us right so that's kind of, kind of where i i kind of was thinking of just to take some of the burden off of me, <laughs> just, just to, yeah. like put it very simply uh, as like, if I'm running, when I'm running the ads, so. Yeah, definitely. In fact, like, so yeah, I would get something like a social snowball up and something like bounty um, for like TikTok UGC. And again, yeah. put that on the product page. So if anybody buys it, um, they can opt into bounty, you know, create a piece of UGC. If it gets a certain amount of views, like basically the product is, is free, you know, it pays for itself. Right. And yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're, that's kind of what I ended up kind of thinking, because I, I got the text a few days ago, so I've had a couple of days to like have it sit in the back of my mind. But I haven't mm. like sat down and like planned this out yet, because this is just like a very, yeah, we're doing this, no, no, <laughs> no final details yet, but this is happening. I'm like, okay, uh, so I'm thinking we're gonna just try to aim for two two point two seven x blended ROAS. Uh, that gives us our target margin after expenses, shipping, et cetera. And yep. so, cause the goal is not to just like get to a million dollars in revenue and blow a bunch of money and like lose money. We're like, in theory, the goal is to like 
make a profit Perfect. along the way. And so I think we're aiming for around 20% EBITDA, which is around, you know, 200 grand mm -hmm. uh, if we hit a million. So the, all that being said, like the, obviously we're going to have to like use paid ads. We, we don't have this built in audience or we're not launching with like a founder or like a creator or influencer, right? Like there's no built in, it's from zero. So we are yeah. going to have to like secondary channel is organic which would be things like TikTok and Instagram reels and YouTube shorts, uh, depending on how fast we want to go or how much resources we want to put into it. I'm, I'm my mind starts into like thinking about like longer term, like media or an SEO, but like, I don't, I don't think that's the, like we should start with, I don't think we need to launch with that. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I get, like, we don't really need Triple Whale North Beam, right? Like, we're, we're running ads, like, it's not coming from anywhere else. No, <laughs> like, uh, so, we don't need that right away. Um, no, some basic UDMs would probably give enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think so. so one, one thing I would say is just install something like a lifetime lead just to actually track profits on a day-to-day -day basis. It, it's, it's something that I, I still struggle with a lot of merchants that do not know their numbers and it drives me a little bit wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that's good. I added that one in. Um, yeah, I think it's not, I don't think too many more apps, um, really needed maybe like Replo for landing pages, but, mm -hmm. uh, like I gotta have to figure something out to get these people to convert. <laughs> um, like, so I'll just, I'll add that one in. So, yeah. Okay. So then we're figuring this stuff out, right? We got our unit economics. We, we're looking at other competitors. We did some traffic estimates. We're thinking about Shopify themes and apps. Like what, we kind of think about the potential customer audiences. Yep. Um, we have, we have a general sense of the brand. If we end up going with it, we'll, we'll share it in a later episode of like the actual stuff. But not like now what? <laughs> so like what? Like, what do we go? Like how do you launch? Like what's zero to one? Like what's kind of what else are you thinking about during this time? Oh, I mean, some of the ads I have run in the past um, for like if I'm doing this from scratch, is I literally go to Amazon. I will find a product or a brand that I'm I think I'm going to be competing against, and I will go to like all their one and two star reviews and see what people are complaining about. Once I, I kind of know those pain points, that's driving my decision to a large extent. Um, you know, if I'm looking for suppliers or I'm looking for a certain type of product, that that's very often the questions I'm asking. You know, for instance, if we're talking about a yoga mat and maybe it, like it cracks after three months of use or once it gets sweaty, it becomes a certain way or a certain texture or, you know, people are not happy about the weight or it's splitting, any of those sort of things. If we're talking about yoga mats, those are all questions I can then, I'm, I'm informed. I can then go and talk to a supplier and ask all those questions and make sure that that is a product. You know, if I'm going to order samples, then I'm not going to have those problems. Um, typically, uh, yeah, I will then order like three to five samples from different factories or even from the same factory of just different specs. Okay. Um, from like, I, typically, like I will actually start documenting a lot of this and actually run that as an ad. And I've, I've done it as basically as just using like, a Shopify theme password page, literally as basic as I possibly can. So no like fancy landing pages or anything, just putting like a Clavio form onto that page 
and just giving like a very brief written description of like something is coming soon in terms of like, you know, we're releasing this new yoga mat. Here's what it is. Here's what it's going to be. Here's when we think it's going to release. And I will literally just take the content that I'm then producing, like just documenting what I am up to. And it can be some, wow. as simple as, you know, these are, these are all the pain points I'm finding with, with yoga mats. Would you be interested in something that doesn't do all of this stuff that it actually performs? I will run that as the ad creative and drive people literally to a very, very basic landing page just to get interest. And again, then I'm looking, you know, if I'm, if I may start as low as like 10 or $20 a day. And if I know I'm getting decent clicks and I'm actually getting people to convert, you know, to actually leave a phone number or leave an email address, I, I will kind of gauge it from there, whether there's like demand and there's interest and I, touch wood to today. I've never really had an, an issue with that. Uh, I think once I'm just hitting on pain points and figuring out like where people are struggling, that's typically worked quite well. Once I'm then like getting people on that list, I will put them into like an email flow that just sends them a very quick email of, you know, yeah, yeah the, dry, the landing page may be like, here's what's coming. Here's what we're working on. If you sign up today, we're going to give you like an exclusive launch only discount code of 20%. You, like you won't see this offer ever again. Um, you know, once the product actually goes live, like we'll never do a discount this big. And then actually stick by that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get, get people into that flow, then immediately send them an email of like, you know, thank you so much for joining. Here's your code. By the way, what do you hate about your current yoga mat or anything like that? Like, I really want to engage them in a conversation and actually just get them to buy in. Because again, I know if I can get a handful of people to buy in, like even if we're talking like 10 to 20 people that are, it will engage me in a conversation that I know come launch day will make a purchase. Yeah. That's all you need. That's how you, you got to start. You got to start with yeah. like zero to one to two to three to four to 10 to 20 people. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. not looking for hundreds. I'm just looking for like literally 10 to 20 very engaged people that I know will come back on day one. We'll buy one. And like the, then that's, that's validation. That's social proof. That's enough for me to then go like and hammer these people once they've actually got delivery, get feedback, get reviews. And then I can take that and turn it into content. Wow. Okay, cool. No, the, the Clavio just like form as a landing page. Like, that's dude i'm i overcomplicate everything that's so simple but so good like that's all you need at the start so uh that's really good man uh, okay man okay like with that like literally if you, if you were using a free shopify theme and a clavio form like that entire thing is free you've not paid a penny so far with that but then like besides the ten dollars a day and ads, besides, yeah, to yeah drive traffic yeah. but again yeah, yeah. You have to do that at some point somehow to get people to the site, man. Okay. What is, um, how do, this is me not knowing much about yoga and yoga mats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, do you think there's like a two for not two for one, but like a bundle or like if you buy two you get 30 percent off or you know not buy one get 150 percent off maybe that's probably yeah might be a little much but um so i mean it... I, I kind of said to you before we jumped on this you know my, my sister is very much into yoga i'll be honest i am very ignorant around this whole topic um but i know she has a lot of different types and styles of yoga mat and some of them are thicker some of them are thinner and it's for practicing i think different kind of forms of yoga i think Again, I may be way off here. I yeah. really don't know what I'm talking about. No, that's okay. Um, so yeah, I think there probably is market for like, yeah, buy one, get one 50% off, you know, get a thick one, get a thin one, get one that's maybe sweat wicking versus one that's that's not. I, 
I really am spitballing. I don't know what I'm talking about. But... Yeah, no, that's okay. No, I, I put you on the spot. I think you did pretty good. Uh, I think part of it for us might just be different designs, even like even not even different that. style. Yeah. Like just oh, yeah. we start with three or five designs. Like collect them yeah. all. Like I don't like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know so. I mean, I, uh, again, I know from conversations with my sister that there are different chakras. Um, again, very ignorant. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but exactly yeah. to your point, like putting a different chakra on, on each yoga mat could be a way to go. Yeah, something okay. that almost becomes collectible and has different designs. And yeah. I'm just typing this stuff down. Uh, okay. Okay. And then, um, then we just make a million dollars, right? Exactly. We just turn it on and to the moon. Yeah, easy as that. We just solved everyone's. That's just that's <laughs> easy peasy. That's all you do, guys. You heard it here first. That's that's all you do. So that's that's the last episode of this show ever. We just solved. Uh, <laughs> we just retired. <laughs> yeah, and we're out. No. Uh, so that's just the start, and that's just to get started. That's like some random basics, random foundational, like different fundamental stuff. Um, once we get that up and going, we launch it, we try to get more traffic. Maybe we start seeding more product or gifting more product and try to get more image and videos and just see what's kind of working, um, in the ad account. It's going to be pretty straightforward. If it works or not, <laughs> it's not going to be, <laughs> there's no other traffic sources as of right now, again, we're going to tr- maybe figure out organic as like a secondary thing, but um, we just got to keep it lean, keep the website mobile first, like you said. Um, cart loop or live recover, I think probably makes sense in terms of just trying to capture and make the most out of each dollar that we're spending on traffic. <laughs> and if someone does like add to cart and then abandon, then kind of want to make sure. Uh sure we capture them and keep them so yeah that makes sense so um any anything else you want to share on this random brainstorm and brain dump uh that we're yeah, not I mean, that we haven't I, talked I, about yeah i mean i think i, I know from having spoken to a lot of brand owners that are trying to like launch stuff merchants i, I guess that are really in the weeds getting started I, I think so often we we all do it i promise overthink it think that everything has to be very polished before you can put something out and I have definitely found in recent years, like the raw and ugly posts really do work quite well. Like actually just telling the story of like, this is the product we're trying to come up with, like building that engagement before the product even lands of here's what we're working on. Here's why we're doing it. Here's what the brand stands for. Who's, who's are we behind it? Um, and, and what are we trying to do? And then just getting people like engaged in the conversation and kind of like bringing them along for the journey. It doesn't always have to look pretty. It doesn't have to be so polished and, overbranded i think you can do a really good job of building trust um quite early on so that there are people literally lined up on on day one ready to buy yeah keeping it simple keeping it real keeping it uh like you're not the biggest yoga brand you don't you're not this huge professional all polished it's not all well done like this is hey we're the just these couple people and we're gonna sell you this yoga mat and so yeah i i understand that i'm literally as i was talking to you throughout this this uh 
this jam session. I was like, oh, it's that simple. Like, oh, like you're you're not overcomplicating it even more. So clearly, like, clearly, even I, uh, I've been struggling with that, you know, for a lot of things. But mm. especially when it comes to like a launching point, like I think it has to be all done and like where I want it to be by the end, at the start. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just not how it works. That's not how it goes. You'll never launch it. You'll never get it off the ground if you keep fiddling around or trying to get yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, it's kind of the beauty is it actually, it gives you room to keep expanding too. You know, if, if version one of your product is maybe it's like it hits 80% of everything you wanted it to be and you deliver on that and people come back and tell you like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I give it like a nine out of 10. Like you can now actually bring them into the conversation of like, okay, well, what would you tweak? What would you improve? So that by the time the second version comes out, again, you've been so receptive to your audience and you've done it in public. You've done it in public forums, whether that be Instagram or Facebook posts or whatever, so that other people are actually seeing this conversation and the fact that the brand is receptive to feedback goes a long way too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's good points. So uh, I, can, I, I will... Yeah, just, just on the reviews front too. Like I, I am generally obsessive about getting like those first 100 reviews like i will pester the heck out of people i will engage them in every possible way i can over an email or text chain just build a dialogue back and forth and then every opportunity where it feels right like just given that you love the brand so much and you know we've had this open dialogue and thank you so much for feedback would you mind taking 30 seconds just to leave a review like i, I will do that literally for the first 100 people <laughs> i just okay. want to get it over 100 i'm like that's social proof that's now yeah, i can tell that that's triple digits, baby. Hundred plus. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Okay. Uh hand to hand combat. Get those reviews. Yeah. Uh don't let them if we're comparing it, like don't let them leave the store without like <laughs> writing the review down. Uh so okay. Awesome, man. Well, I think this was a good impromptu session. And then I think Richie will be interested to check it out and i'm sure i'm sure we'll be sharing i'll be sharing more about it with him and figuring it out and as we go along um that'll be fun and we'll share it more when we can so uh if you have any questions if you have you guys have anything you want us to jam on another brand you want to give us a product and an idea again if you just want to give us your business we'll help you for free in public so uh Anyway, thanks for listening. Appreciate you all, and we'll catch you on the next episode. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I love being able to do this and meet with people that are smart and enthusiastic and just want to share what they have to know about all things D2C. Every rating and review and episode you share with a friend means a ton to me as I continue to bootstrap this show as part of my small little media brand, High Key Geek. If you haven't checked out my other show, E-Commerce Uncovered, you should. It's a little more tactical and practical, and I've guest experts on to learn from freelancers, agency owners, in-house marketers, and founders, all in an effort to help you continue to bootstrap your D2C brand profitably. Two episodes a week will have you staying up to date on the ever-changing industry and learning fundamental concepts and tactics for you to apply to your own brand. That's e-commerce uncovered on the High Key Geek YouTube channel. Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. Catch you next time.